beautiful souls and welcome to the Find Your Feminine podcast with your host Carly Jade. My purpose and mission for this life is to help women just like you reawaken their truth through the powers of hypnotherapy, subconscious reprogramming and tantric and neo-tantric embodiment practices. The wild feminine within us all is our greatest teacher and healer. She shows us our unapologetic truth. She embodies our pleasure and she magnetizes our manifestations and abundance into reality. This podcast is designed for you to create a deeper, deeper connection with your feminine through your mind, body, and soul, so you can create and design a life wilder than your wildest dreams. So without further ado, let's jump straight into today's juicy episode. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Feminine podcast. Today we're doing a little bit of a solo episode. We haven't done that for a little bit, but oh my god, oh, I just feel like I've been in a little hermit phase because I have just been absorbing and like going down such a nerdy rabbit hole about quantum physics. It's like fucking blowing my mind uh, and how much it is related to hypnotherapy and subconscious reprogramming and new earth and frequency and limitlessness. And it's just so fun. Um, so that's where I've been. And I'm really excited to bring you this conversation. So yeah, it's really interesting. The more and more that I edge and play with like quantum physics and the laws of the universe and what limitlessness is, it's really fascinating because uh, it's sort of like this conversation uh, as the polarity of limitlessness or limitless, uh, This uh, the polarity of that would be suffering and that keeps coming up and it's something that I really journeyed through in my own way that I'll share about today. So if you're listening today and you really crave and desire to create a life wilder than your wildest dreams, this is for you. I mean, this whole podcast um, series is for you, but this episode is particularly for you. And if you feel like, yeah, I really want these things in my life, but I just can't get out of my own way. Like no matter what I do, I wake up and I have all these beautiful intentions to create this life for myself, but my habits and my way of being, like it just never changes. And I keep staying in this stuck place. If this is you, I was there. Um, and I want to show you and share with you uh, some of the ways in which I really perceive suffering. To get you out of like this Groundhog Day, like sort of mentality, I remember feeling like, will this ever end? And is this what my life is? And yeah, it's not. There is so much out there for, for you to experience. Uh, but in a way, when I started to really learn about this stuff, I really saw that I was addicted to my own suffering. Um, if you've read Existential Kink, she talks all about that. But I was continuously creating stories in my head as to why I didn't deserve the life that I craved. But at the end of the day, it's just a load of bullshit. Like that is not true because uh, we get one, we get one little precious life, one life. 
one little short life and why would we want to spend that time in misery? I don't want to spend my time in misery. I don't want to choose suffering. I don't want to go to a job that I fucking hate. I don't want to spend my time with people that I don't feel inspired and expanded by. I don't want to have these mediocre conversations and I want to have like deep soul, heartwarming uh, love and connection and community and experiences that expand me uh, and that bring me into the deepest sense of my being. And for so long when I was in my own suffering, I would just continually cock block myself out of my own power. And we do not do that anymore. Uh, but if you desire to really bust free from your own victim consciousness, then this episode is for you. So I hope you're excited. And as I talk about this, don't think that like I'm pointing the finger or making yourself feel bad. Your ego might be really seen in this episode. And I'm talking to you about this because this was literally my own path. And it took me so long to get out of it. And now I want to help women do it much quicker than it took me because I had so much resistance. And at the end of the day, it is really fucking simple. And I just continue to tell myself these really stupid stories that weren't for my highest good. Uh, But yeah, like I said, life is very, very short. And I just made that decision one day where I was like, okay, I might be gone today. I might be gone tomorrow. I could die at any time. Am I living my life to my truth? Do I live each day with so much love and presence and vitality and energy? Like I remember as a child, I would always wake up, jump out of bed, literally like 5 a.m. I still do that now, but like as a child, I was like up at the crack of dawn and I would always be like to mom, okay, what exciting thing are we doing today? And she would tell me every day, Carly, does not need to be exciting. And I honestly feel like I'm still that same child. But now I'm able to give myself, like I guess, a childhood that I wanted because I'm able to have such an exciting day every day. Every day I get to create and do and connect with the people that I want to connect with and really cultivate a life wilder than my wildest dreams. And I had to do that by first busting free from my own victim consciousness. So I would like to mention that I feel like uh, a lot of us are craving freedom. We are desiring to really become the artists of our lives, no longer living by default, but living by design and designing a life that is our dreams, our dreams coming true. And this is because as we are entering new earth, new earth frequency, the divine between limitless abundance and suffering is going to get greater and greater and greater. You're going to be able to really witness and see the people that are living in a victim consciousness state versus the people that are choosing limitlessness and abundance and freedom. This is a choice. And we are going to be continually asked a question. And that is that question is like, what side of the spectrum do you want to be on? Would you like to create new worth from within to create a life that is truly beautiful and living by design? Or would you like to stay in victim consciousness and blaming the world and the people around you for what you don't have? Or do you want to be in love? Do you want to be in bliss? Do you want to be in orgasmic pleasure and just having so much fucking fun with life? Like, That is the question. Which side do you want to be on? I know which side I want to be on. (laughs) Amazing. So suffering, what is it? So this is my perspective and this is my view. Take it or leave it how you wish. Uh, I'm just 
voicing how I've embodied suffering, how it has helped me, and how I now help other women with the same sort of thing that I went through as well. So I see suffering as an illusion. I mean, I see the whole world as an illusion, but that's another topic for another day. And when I say that I see it as an illusion, some questions might arise like, well, what about the kids in Africa that are starving and children in domestic abuse uh, households and homelessness? Like, I will preface that I am not taking away from that at all. These are very real issues in this world completely and those people are victims 100% I've gone through it myself but we cannot help someone that is in a victim state if we too are a victim ourselves it's like when we see the homeless and we're like oh my god I want to help you but I'm poor myself so like fuck what do I do we cannot help others when we are living in this state So opting out of suffering and choosing limitlessness, you are, one, changing the whole vibration of this earth, but two, you can help so many more people. And the number one reason, not the number one, but a lot of the times when I work with my clients and they they have all these like um, beliefs that come up around why they're not allowed to choose limitlessness, it comes up because they're like, well, what about all the people that are suffering? We all have very big hearts and we don't want to make them feel any bad. Uh, worse than they already are so we choose to stay with them but suffering is all an illusion it is created in our mind and it is created based on our beliefs and the stories that we tell ourselves on a regular basis and one thing to note is our beliefs are not real they are just beliefs they are just made up jargon that usually gets handed down from us from our parents or our society. Uh, the television that we watch, there's so much conditioning on TV. I mean, fucking look at the news. And the environment in which we're raised in. And if you have a look at your childhood, and this is where I would say the majority of our suffering was created and handed down to us like fucking handy downs like here you go this is what I had you have this now too um it's all unconscious we our parents are doing the best that they can uh but as we are opting in in this new way of living we have to shed this old paradigm of suffering that our parents opted into and that they didn't have the resources that we have now we've got podcasts we've got spiritual leaders that are like reaching this whole world we've got courses healers all things now um obviously they didn't have the resources so we're not blaming our parents they did the best that they can or could at the time with the resources resources that they had uh but i want you to know that although your suffering or your programs that you um absorbed as a child weren't necessarily your fault as such um obviously our souls choose our parents for a particular reason because they lead us back to our purpose but it is 100% your responsibility to reprogram your thoughts as an adult today and if you're blaming your parents for the way that your life turned out it's not their fault um it is completely divine and yeah it's up to you and the thing with our mind is like it's like a little puppy it gets to be trained And it doesn't have to be used 100% of the time. Like we don't use our legs. We're not walking 24-7. We use it when we want to walk. Um, The only thing is like we've programmed our mind to rule us and to overtake us. And that's why we have so much anxiety and depression in this world. Um, But it can really be trained and understood so much on a deeper capacity. So I want you to stop blaming 
it's completely up to you to design your reality and suffering ends when we make that choice for ourselves to really like just stop stop um giving it so much energy so I'll just share with you how the programming really works if you haven't worked if you have worked with me before you would have heard me talk about this way more in depth uh but if you're new here hello and I'll just share with you sort of like how the subconscious mind works so from the last trimester of us being in our mother's womb up until the age of seven years old, we are in a constant state of hypnosis, which is the theta state, uh, meaning like how delta is asleep and theta is like sort of like we, we're in delta theta actually every day as we wake and as we go to bed. It's like a really deep meditative state. And this is uh, required at this young age. So our conscious mind comes up on at seven uh, but before seven yeah we were in a theta state and we do this because we need to receive programming if you think of a computer if you if you receive a, a computer and it's blank and it has no programming it's not going to do shit it's the same with us we come into this world and although we have hardwired um things in us which is like our primal instincts the thing that come to us like more in a primal sense of like um craving partnership and community and connection and things like that there are programs that we get absorbed um from our society our parents that truly make us who we are today and i will say about 85 to 90 percent of them are negative and how the brain sort of works is so up until the age of seven, you were absorbing everything, good, bad, positive, negative. Your, your eyes were just like these sponges soaking in everything. And then as you grow up, you just start to learn what it means to be accepted in society. And then if you think of like an as like an onion layer, you've got you, your truth, your true, limitless, abundant, magnetic self right in the core of that onion. And then over time, like all these layers or all these um, subconscious beliefs that are not yours, but have been laid upon uh, upon you. And if a, like 85 to 90 percent of them are negative, what type of life do you think you'll be living? And then how the brain works is you've got the prefrontal cortex, which is at the front of the brain. It accounts, it's our conscious mind. It accounts for 5% of our brain and then 95% of our brain is our subconscious. So those first seven years, what was happening is you were absorbing all of these ways of being, talking, acting, embodying all your aspirations in life, who you wanted to be, how to do everything in your subconscious and then how it works is basically anytime that you are thinking in terms of your wishes and desires and the life you want to create and the, the aspirations that you have you are using your conscious mind your conscious mind is driving you towards the life that you want to have however the minute that you're in thought and we think 60 to i think it's like maybe like 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts a day what happens is the conscious mind then lets go of the wheel and your subconscious drives. That is why no matter what you do, you wake up and you're like, today is going to be the day that I do X, Y, Z. And you never fucking do it. And that is not because you're shit. It is because you have a subconscious program that is like literally opting you out of that thing. And if like, this is why like, it's really nice and fun to do like affirmations, but if you are not accessing the subconscious mind, nothing is going to stick. Your subconscious is creating your reality. And I really love to look at this world like a movie. If you think of an old picture film where, I don't know, they had to like feed those like 
big rolls of film or pictures into the projector and then they would roll and it would go onto the screen and then you would have a motion picture um and I think it's like 24 frames a second to create like a moving motion picture that's how they did it I don't even, I think that's how it works um but fun fact I actually had a friend well I have a friend uh, that used to work in a like an old movie theater back in uh, where is he from Turkey oh I can't remember where he's from anyway somewhere somewhere in the middle like around that area uh and he said that what marketing companies do is the brain can only like see really 20 uh, I can't remember what he said but it's like 24 frames but um in movies they would ah popcorn that's what they would do on the 25th frame they would put a photo of a popcorn like popcorn to eat and that would stimulate in your brain to buy more popcorn from the um, outside vendors because you were craving it but your mind actually doesn't realize that it's seeing that that 25th frame so fun fact I don't know if they still do that probably because I'm always craving popcorn when I go to the movies Um, but how this world works is every belief and ideology and program and thought that you absorbed from your parents from society about this world goes into like this projector and then that is what creates your reality it is not truth suffering isn't real it's a it's an illusion because it's based on this belief that you tell yourself and I will also say that the traumatic experiences that we have in our life and trauma is not an event, it's how we perceive ourselves after the traumatic experience and how that affects us. So for example, this happened to me, so I'm not enough. And that is the trauma piece is I'm not enough. Um, we that also carries on to the the way that we sort of like run our lives. And I'm like, now that I'm saying all this, I'm like, fuck, we do not have we were not set up for success in this world. But I'll share more of that in a second. Yeah, and all of these beliefs that you created and that are in your subconscious are the only things that are creating your reality. So if you don't like your reality, what it is right now, you have to change your thoughts. And it's very easy to do that. But just so many people just have so much resistance to become their own healer or to be powerful. Sometimes like we're not scared of failing. We're scared of succeeding. Um... And I, if you ever want to know what limiting subconscious beliefs that you have, have a look at the things that come really hard for you. For example, if you have issues uh, attracting your soulmate, but money is really easy to attract, have a look at your parents' relationship and uh, the people that were modeled to you, what, what beliefs did you create about like what a relationship is? Or if you have find it really easy to... I don't know, uh, to stay at home and to be independent and to be by yourself. Look at all the ways where you learnt that it's safer to be alone. We mimic the very thing that was shown to us because we're like, ah, that's how the world works. We're not judging it as a child. We're just absorbing it like, okay, cool. Yep, yep, yep. And we absorb all these beliefs. Um, And then we get to a part of our lives, like right now, where we're like, this is not fucking working. I want more. I want a really beautiful life. Why can't I create that for myself? It is because that that suffering is being created in your mind. Um, And that is what is creating it in the reality. So why do humans continue to stay in suffering, even though they might know that? 
And there's a few reasons why we do this and they're all subconscious, like they're all unconscious. We don't realize we're doing it at the time. Uh, but at the end of the day, like deep down, the only thing uh, a human craves is love and connection. They want to feel a part of a community. At the end of the day, that is what we come here for, to feel. And we crave to be, be part of something. And it's actually like, if you think about our primal days, um, if you weren't a part of a community, you would literally be dead. It was safety in numbers. We had to be a part of some sort of community. It was a basic need of any human. And now we have all these people that are stuck in their apartments. I mean, like we saw this during COVID, but even now I feel like people have created new neural pathways that it's safer to be inside other than outside so we we continuously like shove ourselves and uh, separate ourselves from this life um, and then we wonder why we have depression and if you grew up in a western world and if you think about the society in which we were raised in in this western world a lot of people a lot of people complained about the suffering in their life and it was what we were modeled and no one ever questioned it it became our reality too i mean like look at the healthcare system today like pharmaceutical companies make billions of dollars on our suffering if all of us were healthy they wouldn't have money so they continually market and um, give us these prescriptions and drugs and obviously i'm not taking that away like i think some drugs are good like people do actually need help but they are making money from our suffering it's not a free resources that we get. Um, marketing agencies also prey on our deepest insecurities um, to buy their products. They point out all the things that we don't have. And although this is like very old paradigm, um, like ha way of thinking, we're shifting away from it. But these were created for us to never feel enough. And this is why, and again, why suffering is created because it's like you're on this constant hamster wheel of chasing this next best, best thing, thinking that this is the thing that's going to give me happiness. This is the thing that's going to make me feel whole. This is the thing that's going to create abundance and love in my life. And it never fucking does because one reason is just like we haven't been taught just to be happy and just to be in love with ourselves and just to feel whole as ourselves. We're always looking externally for this thing to like I guess penetrate and fill this void within us that only we can feel but we think oh maybe it's like this external thing that will fix me for example I'll share a few of mine like when I was in high school I would tell myself like when I get my dream job as a wedding planner then I'll be happy fucking lol jokes I became more depressed I had I was so unhealthy depressed anxiety driven like I yeah it was, I was a wreck then I was like okay cool I'll quit my job and I'll go traveling for six months in Europe then I'll be happy nope I was completely numb that whole time I was so disembodied in that whole trip my partner often says to me he's like I don't remember a single word that you said to me in those six months yes I was smiling for photos and I saw some beautiful places but yeah, I had never been by myself in my life um, in terms of like not working. And it was the first time that I could actually sit with my thoughts and it was so overwhelming. So no, that didn't bring me happiness. Um, eventually it did, but it didn't like and now it has. But like going, looking back at those six months that I was traveling. Yeah, I was completely numb and disembodied the whole trip. Then I was like, okay, well, when I find my dream man, then I'll be happy. And yeah, no. 
it wasn't that he hasn't, my partner hasn't given me everything that I desired and like craved in a partnership because he has. It was a fact when I was putting all of this like expectation into him, I was only finding his flaws and not letting him be the beautiful person that he is um, in this world. And he is to me and he is to this like, oh, he's just beautiful. And I was like pointing out every flaw of his, which isn't fair. So yeah, again, then I had another one of like, okay, well, when I move countries, if I move countries, I will feel complete and I'll feel like my world is on track. Moving countries did fuck all. <laughs> if anything, it made like this sense of like emptiness worse. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe if I do ayahuasca, then I'll be happy and I'll know the reason as to like the reason of earth and why we're alive. Um, I learned a lot from that, but I did not feel happy afterwards I went into a deep dark spiral dark night of the soul and I feel like only in the last two months it's like finally integrated and I'm coming on the other side of it but fuck it was an intense few months and looking back at this I mean there's many other ways that I was uh putting my like external love into something else like when I have this then I'll feel this Looking back at this, I was searching for something outside of myself to feel enough. Um, but the only thing that I needed was to give myself love. And I was avoiding that at all costs. Um, and I wanted to stay in my own suffering because I had create created such an identity around suffering. Um, and yeah, like just really look at all the ways that companies like get off on our own suffering. Like we get off on our own suffering. It's easier to think that something is outside of ourselves um, that is going to fill this void, but it's never outside of ourselves. We have to look within. Um, but we continue to choose suffering because, yeah, it's our primal instincts. As humans, we never want to be outcasted. We are scared to go against the grain. It's just easier to opt into suffering because everyone else is doing it. It's like this, everyone else does this thing, so I will do it. Uh, it's like when we see a friend and maybe you've been friends with this person for 10 years and you go and see them and you have dinner and they're just telling you about all of the fucked up shit that's happening in their life and they're complaining. They're like, oh my God, this happens and I'm so busy at work and I never have time to like for myself and oh my God, blah, 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 blah. and they just spiral of all these things that aren't working in their life and how much they hate their life. And all you want to do is be like, oh fuck, I'm having a really beautiful life right now, but I don't want to make her feel bad. So let me, what, what, how can I relate to her? How can I relate to her? So then you start complaining as well and talking about all the shitty things in your life so you have something in common because you don't want to make her feel bad because you have a big heart. And this is how we continue the loop. And again, like you staying in your own suffering, who is that helping? When you focus on what is not working in your life, all you are doing is attracting more of it. When your words, like your words are potent, magical spells that you cast every time you speak remember that and be honest with yourself and ask yourself this question because this fucked me up has there ever been a time in your life where you felt completely 100% happy where there was no issue in your life you felt like everything was working perfectly your love life relationships, money, career, personal health. It was like 100% full to the brim, oozing love and happiness. Yeah. 
Has there ever been a time in your life where you weren't bothered by something? I'm going to pause here because I want you to really think about this. And that is because we are in a society, again, that we are constantly bombarded with messages showing us what we don't have. I mean, with social media now, it's user-generated content. So we have these normal everyday people that we relate to and that are sharing, oh my God, I bought this and it changed my life. I did this and it changed my life. And we're always being bombarded with ways, we can't escape it, with ways that our life is not good enough and that we need to do this in order to be that. And I'm always, I'm seeing it with like that girl, like I fucking hate that. Like on TikTok, it's like that girl era, you're becoming that girl. I'm like, that is just a marketing scheme that is taking you out of your truth. The truth is, is that you can be completely happy with every area of your life once you just become grateful and stop judging situations as good and bad. We have been taught that in order to, yeah, I guess like we've been showing that it's just normal to judge. This is a good situation. This is a bad situation. I don't want any more bad situations. So I'm going to prioritize, like, I guess, focus on the good situations. Um, And by judging it, you're taking away the true meaning. And by judging it, you're taking away the feeling. Everything that happens to you is divine in this life. And obviously there's more situations that like we want to have more happiness and bliss. But if you can only have as much pleasure, as much pain you're willing to accept. So if you want to have a really fun, orgasmic, pleasure-filled life, how much pain are you willing to feel? If you're not willing to feel much pain, you're not going to have much pleasure. And I want you to really question of like how much you're unsettled in your life because it has you, you don't need to add anything. You do not need to change anything. It's your beliefs that you need to change. It's, it's these images and thoughts and beliefs that we tell ourselves that need to change. And this is what we need to become conscious of. And all this work is is like just bringing the unconscious to the conscious. Be like, oh shit, I do that. Oh, I've never actually been happy. And just by choosing to see the gift in every moment. And I just want to say that it is such a gift to be alive. A lot of people have passed on. We've lost a lot of loved ones. And we get like maybe 80 years in this life but every day we open our eyes and it is such a gift we can go out every single day and create any experience we like we can travel the world we can meet different people we can have connections you can open your heart you can be authentic and truthful you can be vulnerable You can be anything that you want and do anything that you want, but who are you choosing to be today? The only reason that you're not living this way is because, again, you continue to cock-block yourself. Suffering is an illusion. And it is easier to choose suffering when everyone else is choosing it too. Um, It just makes sense. We don't want to be outcasted. We don't want to feel like we're being left alone. It's easier to relate to someone to find community because, again, in our primal instincts, that's what we need. But it actually takes the same amount of energy to choose 
limitless abundance or to choose suffering. The only difference is you'll be met with more resistance in whichever way you are opting out of your current social group. So say, for example, you grew up in a household that chose limitless and abundance and your parents really like uh, gave you all these programs that you are a free soul, free to do and be whoever you want and the world was your oyster. And then I was telling you to choose suffering. You would be like, no, I don't want to do that. That sounds stupid. However, if you grew up in a household that uh, was constantly bombarded with messages around how you didn't have enough money for this and bills were hard and life is hard and expensive and and tough and you're going to be met with a lot of like heartache and intensities and then you beca- that became your programming and then I go, oh, but you can choose limitless. You're like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. And even though your conscious mind is like jumping up and down and being like, yes, I want to do that. It's your ego and your subconscious programming that is like, mm, don't know how to do that. So what you are doing is like, this is why it takes the same amount of energy to choose either end of the spectrum. But when you're switching over size based on your subconscious and choosing something else, so for example, freeing yourself from victimization and acknowledging your power, when you're breaking free from this paradigm, uh, what is happening is you're changing neural pathways. And that takes a little bit of time. Like you're, you think about it, like you're changing 10, 20, 30 years of programming. It's going to f- be met with a little bit resistance your ego might have a really hard time mine did for sure um but it's possible and why would you sit in like this like suffering for any longer when you know that there is more out there for you and my ego literally went through the ringer of like letting go of suffering because it became a part of my identity I was this little helpless girl and I felt Like I felt like I was giving the people in my life a role uh, by uh, supporting me, but that is not me choosing my own limitless abundance. And if you're wanting to choose more limitless abundance, the first step I would say is get really clear on who you surround yourself with. Are the people you around yourself with, are they opting in on like a contracted state of mind? Are they looking at the world as it being really sucky and hard and yeah, complaining a lot? Or are they opting in as the divine creator of their life, knowing that everything is possible for them and just having lots of fun and living rather than existing? Who are the people that you're surrounding yourself with? And if you're like, um, I don't know anyone that operates that way, then I invite you inside of my newest container, the artistry of life. Oh my fucking God, I'm so fucking excited for this program. We do not start till Jan 2023, the 23rd, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but if you wanted to open now, I have a really long um, payment plan option because it's like five, four months away. Uh, so it's really accessible. But this community inside the artistry of life is going to be expansive as fuck for you because when we are busting loose from these old ideologies, your primal instinct needs community to feel safe. And that is what this whole basis is of, of like, busting loose but also having the, the the connection and the support to be held when your ego is like having a really fucking hard time so we need to get really clear on who we surround ourselves with and the thoughts words and images that we tell ourselves in a regular basis and your physical 3d world is created from the thoughts and beliefs uh, that you tell yourself so if you don't like your world then you need to change your thoughts and this is really easy 
obviously through hypnosis if you want to have a session let me know um, that is a huge part of reprogramming the subconscious but just really simply the mind learns through repetition if you continue to do like if you want to implement a new habit all you have to do is do it every day for 21 days minimum and you will create a new neural pathway in your mind and a new habit to operate from and think about if you're like okay cool what habits do I want to implement think about the version of you that is limitless is orgasmic is is um, abundant and dripping wet in like devotion and bliss and really turned on by life what does she do how does she spend her time what is it that she invests in who does she surround herself with if you get a really image a clear image of who that version of you is you'll be able to get really clear on the habits that she has and start these new neural pathway reprogramming habits Um, if you don't have a clear image of this version of yourself it will not be manifested and you'll continue to stay where you currently are Another big reason as to why we stay in suffering is because we continue to suppress and numb our emotions, which creates dis-ease in the body, which literally leads to disease and illness. So many of our illnesses, um, it's just stuck energy and emotions that have been uh, unprocessed and not felt yet. Because what emotions are and all emotions are is energy in motion. And it gets stuck. And then, yeah, we have all these illnesses and disease. But this is, but the society that we're opting out of into the New Earth framework teaches us that emotions are something to be controlled. This, this old paradigm that we live in, uh, they taught us that emotions need to be controlled um, and they can't be felt, at least like the, the bad emotions that have been labeled as like sadness and anger. Because for us to feel these sad, like bad emotions, it, you might be uncontrollable. So we don't want to be uncontrollable. We want to control. So we suppress them. And suffering truly comes from the feeling where there is like where it's not being felt. Suffering is like the full avoidance of like what is. Suffering creates contraction in the body, not expansion. It creates contraction. And it's an emotion... Um, that is stuck it gets you stuck but feeling that emotion it's so simple but a lot of us don't feel safe to do this freely Uh, but feeling uh the emotion is what moves it through and that opts us into more of an expanded state and that is what a lot of my work is as a healer when we are closing trauma cycles what we're doing is feeling what you have been suppressing for all these years we were not taught how to feel this is something that we are learning for the first time And it can feel really raw and vulnerable, but being in a container and with a practitioner that you feel safe with is is vital. So it's really important for you to like to alchemize that pain into bliss. But we do need to feel safe in our bodies first in order to do that. And if you look around at this world, the people that are in suffering are living in a contracted state because they are unable to feel. They do not feel safe in their body. You can tell that by someone's body language. You can tell that by someone's reactions, the way that they talk. You'll be able to really clearly identify the people that are choosing limitlessness and the people that are choosing suffering. So I'm like words of like, oh, one day I'll do this or I hope that I do this. It's like wishing the future and not acknowledging the true power that they're already in. It can't be subtle, but obviously it can be way more extreme. But feeling is truly like our number one gift of being alive. Like looking 
back on my my life like of course like as most people I've experienced some very traumatic experiences but I would not have had it any other way because my trauma led me to the version of who I am today it led me down a deep path of surrender it led me to my truth and suffering did lead me to my truth um and I'm really proud of that but suffering is not a life sentence and we need suffering uh, as a little part of our lives to act as like the polarity to abundance because if we didn't have if we just came into our life and everything was given to us and it was sweet and dandy um that's not fun <laughs> it, w- it wouldn't be it wouldn't be fun really like um having that full human experience uh the polarity of like uh when we when we feel pain when we feel suffering it is so when we choose limitless and opt into this new perfect paradigm and way of living we can look back on our life and feel that difference of frequency we felt the lowest lows and we felt the highest highs and we know what we've chosen and we get to live our lives based on our the way that we want to live it um but yeah so if you're in suffering right now my love it is not wrong at all you are not wrong at all you're not doing anything wrong but this world is created for us to be in it well this western world anyway is created for us to be in it but if you've got into a point where like literally enough is enough and you want to create a beautiful life for yourself this experience of you being your own um being in your own suffering is acts as like this anchor point in your beautiful rising into the woman that you came here to be um really think about it as like suffering is like your rock bottom you felt it all and now the only way is up and it's easy because there are simple things that you can start doing today to free yourself I will say the hardest thing that you can do will do or like come across is um your ego letting go of suffering because it's it's created such a big identity around this version of yourself but really get clear on who you are becoming because again one precious little life one precious little life we are not here for long um one of the most important things that you can start doing is obviously daily gratitude i know many people say it they're like ever it's like fucking preached from the hills but this is so important because by focusing on the amazing things that are happening in your life you will attract more amazing things but if you are not grateful for your life and pinpointing all the things that aren't working that is where your energy is going and that is what you're manifesting more of so by focusing on what's not working you attract more of what's not working and by focusing on what you're grateful for and what is working you attract more of it and gratitude is really powerful because it completely shifts your perspective everything is about perspective so celebrate today what is something incredible in your life that maybe you're ignoring or judging because it's not the best or you're comparing yours to someone else's like fuck that off and just really look at it and be like wow I'm so grateful and if you really embody your little self um, and imagine that you are five years old and look at who the woman that you are today and all the things that you've gone through and who you've become I'm sure that little version of you would be so fucking proud Um, often when I take people to do like an inner child collaboration with the younger self and the version of that they are today they 
end up bawling their eyes out because they don't realize how far they've actually come so be grateful for where you are new things are coming more beautiful things are coming but by judging the circumstances in your life you are taking yourself out of your body you're not feeling for what is there um and you're missing like the magic of life like when we die we're not thinking about our to-do list and or our successes we're thinking about how much we loved how open our heart was how vulnerable we were the, the connections that we made and the memories that we made. We're not thinking, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I made a million dollars. Like that is not what we're thinking about. At the end of the day, we want to have a joyful, free, loving life. Um, and whatever that means for you is up to you. But yeah, this is what's really important. And get clear about what you want. Get clear on the expanded version of yourself and how she acts and what habits she has. And make it like a little plan to do it for the next 21 days. Put it like a little whiteboard and like cross it out every day of a 21 and keep yourself accountable and I will guarantee you the first 10 days are going to feel so hard halfway through it'll become a little bit easier and by the end of the 21 days it'll be like you're not even thinking about it anymore it's sort of like when we start driving and it's really hard and uh we're really focusing on the other cars and our cars and it's like a lot and then Two years later, we're driving 120 kilometers on the freeway and we're eating a Big Mac um, driving shift and like blaring the music and it will become second nature. So really get clear on who you want to be, what you want, um, just so you can create this for yourself and get clear on the people that you're surrounding yourself with because the community that you have is so important, so fucking important. So if uh well i want to like just plug in here the artistry of life my new 11 week program it is completely all about busting loose from the illusion of suffering and creating a life by design no longer living by default but just creating a life that you feel inspired by so if you felt um really lit up by and moved by what i've spoken about today and you want to be surrounded by supportive women who are all creating a life wilder than their wildest dreams then I invite you to sign up. Like applications are open now. We have limited spots available. We're almost at half capacity. We don't start until the 23rd of January, which is great because I'm offering like a um, five month payment plan, which works out to be like $45 Australian a week. Like that's massive. I mean, not massive, but that's that's a great deal um, for uh, for anyone that's wanting to go on like an extended payment plan. It's all really accessible, but It's that choice. And sometimes like when I think about it, like sometimes the best programs or masterminds that I've done, it's not necessarily the content, even though the content's fucking dope inside this program. It's more so the community and like the support that I that I that I get from this stuff, because like it's like going on a diet or starting a new um, health regime. We know how to eat healthy. We know what we should be doing in the gym. But do we do it? No, because no one's holding us accountable. It's like when we're in community and a group full of women, just like magic fucking happens and just the most beautiful things happen. And something that I'm implementing in this side, inside this container that I've never done before is something that I heard the term the other day from a YouTube um, and it's called a dream buddy. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am implementing that. So we will have a group chat that all of the women will um, talk to each other. 
but you will be assigned a dream buddy. And what that is, is every day it's only two people. So like um, you'll have like a, a new best friend literally in the course. And every day you will speak, um, you will have your own chat with them and you will speak into existence uh, the life that you're creating and really declaring who you are and declaring your truth. Uh, because if we're not speaking out what we really want, it will never come. And this is what's really beautiful is like you will speak out into existence of the version that you were creating and then you will do something that will take you one step further. So say, for example, I'll be like, I want to start when no, I want, I am starting a best selling. Uh, no, I have a best selling podcast, best selling podcast. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like most listened to podcasts, amazing podcast with incredible guests, whatever it is. And you're already saying, as already as has already happened, you can start doing this as well. You don't have to be in this course to do this, but this is a nice practice that I'll also be including in the artistry of life. So when you declare this thing has already happened, then you make one step to making it come into your reality. So for example, you go into the Dream Buddy group, your group chat, or you chat with this one person, and you would be like, I have the most incredible, um, inspiring podcast, and it's being picked up by like Apple, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then what is one step that you would take to bring that into reality? You might create the artwork. You might record an episode and put it up, whatever it is. But when we speak these things to existence, they do come true. The only reason, if you have been speaking things into existence, the only reason they're not happening is because you have a belief that is blocking you. And this artistry of life is very heavy on subconscious reprogramming. It's my jams as a hypnotherapist. Um, it's really easy to do. And when we're in community, like it's just so powerful. So that is my invitation for you my love let me know um below is all of the deets if you want to join i would love to have you there <sighs> but today's been fun oh my goodness i have loved today's chat i hope you've enjoyed it as well it is um super hot today we're in the middle of fall in uh, vancouver and i'm like literally sweating right now i need to turn the aircon back on but so crazy i'm gonna go out and enjoy the sun with my little man my little kopi and from the bottom of my heart i hope you have a beautiful day a beautiful night wherever you are thank you so much for listening listening to today's episode like i just get so inspired to create these episodes for you so i hope that you have received something from this app and yeah have a beautiful day my love and i will see you in the next episode bye